0: Thank you so much for joining us today. This podcast is a ministry of Mountain View Baptist Church in Thomaston, Georgia. For more information about our church or services, please visit our website at mvbaptist.org. We sincerely hope you enjoy the message. Uh, I will tell you this, guys. God's will always comes with a bill. God's will always comes with a bill. Here's the thing. Somebody said, well, God's will for your life is for you to, you to be successful and you to, you to have everything like you want it. And if things aren't going like you want it, then you're out of God's will. That's very seldom the case, folks. That's very seldom the case. Very seldom are you going to be in a position where you're in the center of God's will and it's all going wonderful. That's, that's, that's an impossibility almost. In fact, with his will comes a bill. And you can expect, you can expect some hard times. If you're in the middle of His will, you can expect the enemy coming after you, but you can also expect God to take you through some tough times. I got to uh, Chet sent a video to, to Keith and I earlier this week, and I thought to myself, you know, and this is this is kind of a tie-in to this morning's sermon. You've seen the, the title is is chicken manure, and and uh, but this this video doesn't have anything to do with that. We'll show that in just a second. But I was talking to some folks in here, and I know Miss Janie has has some chicken houses and. And, uh, and Miss Brenda, she had, uh, she, she had some chickens. I said, said Ryan, every six weeks we'd have 160,000 chickens. That's a lot of chickens. That's a lot of chicken. That's a lot of chicken nuggets, man. I can tell you what, that's a lot. That's a lot of Chick-fil-A chicken, no doubt. But, uh, but she had those. I know most Rusty Blacks and many people use chicken houses along the years and they can be awfully, they can be awfully smelly. But here's what I'm going to tell you folks. You're going to have hard times. It's what you're going to make of them. It's what you're going to make of your hard times. It's what you're going to do with those hard times. Let me, let, me, let me tell you, this guy I'm about to show you has a lot to do with this morning. When we're going to get through things, we're going to make it. And here's the thing. He could probably say, God, would you would you please just replace my arms? Would you?" He had lost his arms. Would you please just replace my arms? We got that ready, guys. I want you to see a guy chopping wood. Uh, let's see if we got that. Okay, that's good, guys. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. My neck hurt watching that. My neck hurt watching that. Okay, Chet sent that. I said, oh, my goodness. Hey, man, and I'll get mad, boy, if the temperature ain't just right in the church. This cat don't have arms. and cutting wood. I praise God. But let me tell you something, guys. The normal thing about this is God God will use the bad things to bring about some good things. Here, here's, here's the thing. You say, "Why well, God wouldn't take me, yes, he would. He'll take you through some bad times. He will, in fact, in fact, that's his modus operandi. He will take you through those tough times to make you a stronger Christian. He'll bring you through those tough times. Let me let me, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. In the midst of all this, we're going to be talking about a character, and I'm about to read Scripture up here and all get you to stand and all, but I'm, we're going to be talking about a guy named Joseph, and you know the story. I'm not going through the whole story. I will do that in snippets, okay? When we finally get into the Word and we stand with the Word in just a minute, we'll be at the end of the story. We'll be at the end of the story where he's forgiving brothers and he's reconciling with brothers as such. We're going to be doing that. But I'm telling you, if there's any character in the Bible that had been through a lot, and all being God-ordained, all being God-ordained to have gone through as much as he had gone through and to see all of the pain and all the wreck and all the things that happened to him, if there was anybody, it was Joseph. It certainly was Joseph that he had been through all this stuff and God using everything he went through to get him to a certain point. But here's the thing, folks. I want to read something to you. I want to read something to you out of the book of, uh, of Luke. It says this. He's talking about it, it. says, this is someone coming to Jesus. I've read this in here before. I've read it at Sunday school before. It says this. About that time, some people came up and told him, Jesus, about the Galileans. This is not tonight's scripture. A Galilean's pilot had killed while they were at worship, mixing with their blood with the blood of the sacrifices on the altar. Jesus responded, do you think those murdered Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans? Not at all. Lest you turn to God, you too will die. You too will die. Now listen, the reason I bring that up, the reason I bring those verses up is this. They come to him and they say, these Galileans, Pilate, Pilate is a wicked man. I talked about it this morning. A wicked, wicked man. He's awful. He kills these Galileans. He takes their blood, throws it at the altar, mixes it with the blood of the sacrifices, all that. Defiles the temple, all that. And Jesus says this. He says, do you think they were worse sinners because Pilate came in and murdered them? He says, no, they weren't any worse sinners. They happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Pilate was going to do his evil. He came in. He did his evil. He says, but here's the thing now. Get it right because you likewise could die. You likewise could die. They weren't any worse. Then he talks about a tower falling. He says, do you think the people who fell in that tower and died were any worse than anybody else? No, they weren't any worse than anybody else. They happened to be on the tower when it fell. He said, but straighten up because you could likewise die. The funny thing about life is it's going to keep happening. But here's what God does in the midst of all that. He ordains what we're going through. He ordains all the, all the, the good and the bad. And listen, listen. He doesn't cause horrible things to happen to you, but he certainly allows it. Most you can't get around it. You can't get around it. He's a sovereign God. He's a sovereign God. And somebody said, well, I don't understand all that. Well, we're not going to get into all that tonight. But I will tell you this, we're going to get deep enough into the Word that we'll understand that some of this is good stuff. That some of it, all the Word is good stuff. But, man, I'm going to tell you something. We've, we've created soft Christians out there. We've created soft Christians. They need to know this is a hard and nasty world. And they need to know that God will use what the enemy went for evil. He'll use it for good. If you would, please stand for the reading of God's Word. Praise the Lord for His Word. Genesis chapter 50. Genesis chapter 50. And his sons did unto him according to, uh, according as he commanded them. For his sons carried him into the land of Canaan and buried him in a cave of field of Machpelah, which Abraham bought with the field for a possession of a burying place of Ephron the Hittite before Mamre. And Joseph returned into Egypt, he and his brethren, and all that went up with him to bury his father. After he had buried his father, and when Joseph's brethren saw that their father was dead, they said, Joseph will peradventure hate us and will certainly requite us of all the evil we've done unto him. And they sent a messenger unto Joseph, saying, Thy father did command before he died, saying, So shall ye say unto Joseph, Forgive, I pray thee now, the trespass of thy brethren and their sin, for they did unto thee evil. And now we pray thee, Forgive the trespass of the servants of God of thy father. And Joseph wept when they spake unto him. And his brethren also went and fell down before his face. And they said, Behold, we be thy servants. And Joseph said unto them, Fear not, for am I in the place of God? But as for you, ye thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. Now, therefore, fear ye not, I will nourish you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spake kindly unto them. i read again. But as for you, ye thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good. You may be seated. It's a hard, hard word when you begin to realize that, well, Chicken manure smells when it happens. It smells when it happens. I've been inside these chicken houses. I'm going to tell you something, folks. You talk about a strong ammonia smell. It's rough in there. You go in there and may it take your breath away. I remember getting inside of a chicken house one, one time, and they said, they say, man, watch this, Ryan, watch this. And they'd go to, I'd tell you, I've told you this story before, but they'd go to whistling, and they would do this long, steady whistle. And all of a sudden, those chickens that were so loud, they were so loud across there, they'd get quiet. And they get quiet in a wave. they start getting quiet here, and they get quiet all the way across, all the way across. And, and finally, they were completely silent. They thought a, a bird of prey might have gotten in there. And so the, all the chickens, no matter how many thousands, Miss Brenda, no matter how many thousands, these chickens would get quiet just from a whistle. And before long, if they didn't hear another whistle, before long, if they didn't hear another one, they get to chirping again. And then they get chirping louder and louder and louder and louder. But I can remember, I can remember the the, the overwhelming smell and all that was happening in there. I, was, I got to thinking to myself, can you imagine all the people around the world that are going through so much? I was telling Sunday school this morning a story here in church I'll tell you tonight. It was in the Middle East, and they didn't name which country because they didn't want to give away some of these families as such, but they said in the Middle East this happened, this happened not too long ago. A little girl named Anila, she was a, she was a Muslim, and she became a Christian. And she started telling her friends at school about Jesus. and One of her friends, Praveen, Praveen came to know Jesus as Lord and Savior, and she got so excited about all this stuff and everything. She went home and she told her parents. But her parents said this. Her parents said, I tell you what, tell us how you found out about this. Instead of being angry as, as most Muslims are, tell us how you found out about this. Praveen said, well, it was, it was a child at school. So they found out about all this. They, they, then, they then began to question some things. Praveen went back, got a Bible, started learning from all these things. The next thing you know, Anila, this young girl, she gets arrested. She gets arrested for, uh, for having witnessed. The pastor that, that taught Anila, they get arrested for doing all these things. And Praveen doesn't know what's going on. Praveen comes back to the house. and Her parents are waiting on her, just a young girl. Her parents are waiting on her. She comes back to the house, and as she comes in, her parents begin to yell at her and scream at her and curse at her. And then, as you know, in Muslim countries, either the parents can beat them up or the the siblings can beat her up, or they can even kill her. The brother, the older brother of Praveen, grabbed her and stabbed her to death right in front of the parents because of what she believed. You say, what, why, why is this even worth it? Why, why? We, we, we say to ourselves, I mean, nothing like that's happening really here, but we, we still say these bad things are happening. This, this garbage is happening in our lives and all this. And we say, this little girl, how could this happen? And it all comes down to a fallen world. But as a result, and this is what I didn't tell Sunday school, as a result of that, Anila, who was eventually, she was beaten senseless in prison, eventually released, but as a result of that was able to escape, and now she has led so many others to Christ. See, God will take some of this garbage, folks, if not all of the garbage. Now I'm not saying every single thing turns out for good, but what I can promise you this, when he takes all of it together, when he puts all of it, the good and bad, together, all of a sudden it comes out good. See, Joseph, and let me tell you just a little bit about Joseph. Joseph, he you know, listen, he is the favored son of Jacob, and you we all know Jacob. I mean, we Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and we know Jacob and his wrestles with the Lord and all, but he had all these children. But Joseph, oh, Joseph was his favorite and the brothers couldn't stand it and he would have these dreams about them bowing to him one day and he would just tell them the dream and sure enough they get ill with him and all They, they they do all sorts of things to him that we'll talk about in a minute but he goes through tribulation after tribulation after tribulation and folks here's the thing humanity sits on a wall humanity has a great fall all the world's heroes and all the world's men could not put the human race back together again let me tell you something this all this is gonna keep happening. Death's going to keep happening. Pain's going to keep happening. What you're going through, is going. you know what you're going through. You say, Ryan, I don't know if I can handle it anymore. Sometimes you say, is it worth it anymore? Sometimes you say, is it even worth it? Is it even worth it to preach? Is it even worth it to teach? Is it even worth it, is it, worth it to serve? You say, Ryan, how can anybody ask that? When you, when you go through pain, when we see people's children pass away, when we see people's children in accidents and they die, when we see all this stuff that's going on in the world, uh, Noah just, just, uh, uh he just takes me tonight. He just takes me tonight. He said he found out about, about the young man that passed away not too long ago. This is what he found out. Somebody texted him and said, we found some schoolwork from him. This is just, tonight, just a few minutes ago I got this text. He said, we found some schoolwork from him. And he was writing in Noah's class. And he said, when I was in third grade, I thought I got saved. But I know I got saved in the sixth grade. See, see, there were all these parents who wonder, and all these people who are wondering, and we're still kind of guessing, and all these things. He said, But I know I got saved in the sixth grade. And I just I just praise God for that because here's the thing, folks. Maybe that leads to other people being saved. It's awful. There's no way around it. It's devastating to you when you're going through it. And there's no way to know. And Joseph, he gets treated so poorly by his brothers. All the things that keep happening, folks, chicken manure smells when it happens. Here's the next thing. Chicken manure overwhelms us when it's spread out, folks. I don't know about you, but uh, when I get to sweating, I stink. <laughs> I just do. I stink. Hey, listen, uh, Rex and I get through preaching. Sometimes I try to figure out who stunk worse. I mean, it was it was rough. I mean, we both stunk. Check into preaching. We go to sweating. But I used when I was a brick mason, I'd go and I'd work and I my mariana my daughter she was about two years old and i go in and i've told all of y'all this but i go in and i say i i, I try, try to hug amy she said well you stink too bad for me to hug you you just get away from me all right and i and I'd say well baby it smells like money to me <laughs> and uh one day it'd been about two months in and i had been saying that every day i come in stinking she i say it every day next thing i came in she said amy said that to me i can't i, I ain't even gonna hug, i ain't getting near you don't even breathe on me you smell my daughter said smells like money mama I said, that's the daughter I want to raise right there, baby. That's the one. But folks, they'll get that chicken manure and it'll be in these big trucks. And it's overwhelming, folks. It's, it, it's, it's overwhelming. It, you, you, put a, you put it out there on that grass, and you, you spread it out, and it smells so bad. People will even, if they find out you're putting in new chicken houses, they'll go to the county commission. Now, no, you can't let them have them out here. It's going to make everything smell. William, am I right? It's going to make everything smell. If, you, if they put that stuff out here, oh, my goodness gracious, and for a week long, and ooh, don't let it rain right after you put manure on the grass. Driving by, like, my goodness, woo! It's rough. But here's the thing that happened to Joseph the manure started getting spread out. They threw him in a pit, they sold him as a slave, they faked his death. He was taken to Egypt. Listen to me he was taken to Egypt, falsely accused of rape, thrown in prison interpreted dreams. He finally, they finally figured out he could interpret dreams. And as a result of interpreting dreams, he was able to, he was able to work his way up into this Egyptian uh, 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 monarchy, if you will. He became second in charge in Egypt. But they kept doing this against him and doing this against him. And then famine came into the land. But we'll talk about that in a minute. He kept having a, what about you? What about the loss of job or the loss of a loved one or sickness or pain or emotional hurt or anxiety or accidents or broken marriages or hopelessness or any of these things car wreck and all of these things that you're so uh, unforgiveness running through you all these things the manure being spread out all over the place can't seem to get anything accomplished can't get it, can't seem to get anything done just everything's coming against you bad luck one woman said she said i keep having bad luck she said my first husband left me and my second one won't amen <laughs> there's a guy one time there's reminding me steve this guy one time, he was trying his best to get a washing machine out of a door. I don't know if you guys ever tried this before, but you're trying by yourself to maneuver this thing, and you're bouncing between the two parts of the door. He's trying his best, and he's pushing, them. he's having a good time trying to get it. All of a sudden, his buddy said, uh, he came across the road, and he said, I'll help you, I'll help you. And he went up in there, Sam, and they started, he started kind of maneuvering it together and trying to wrestle it and everything, and they never could. Five minutes in, they're like, look, we can't, we can't move this thing. He said, I can't get it in your house. He said, man, I ain't trying to get it in. I'm trying to get it out, praise God. That's where we are sometimes. We're faced with danger. We're faced with all these different things. we hurt. We're faced with things we we can't get anything to move in our life. We're like, God, why is this happening to me? Manure gets spread out. Let me tell you about Samson. Samson's fighting the Philistines. He's fighting the Philistines and he's mad. He said the best way to handle this... Is grabbed me some foxes. He grabbed some foxes and he tied tails together. And he lit the t- tails on fire and sent them, into the, sent them into the fields. And fire was everywhere. The enemy, backing this up a little bit, the enemy will do the same thing. You got one fire burning right here. All of a sudden, he'll set another fire over here. all of a sudden he'll set another fire over here and he'll set one over here and he'll set one over here trying to overwhelm you let me tell you something when chicken manure gets spread out folks it smells and you're like i don't even know what to do and joseph is sitting there going how in the world can i be thrown in a pit by my own brothers How in the world can I be sold as a slave by my own brothers? Oh, and they fake his death and take the blood back to their father and say, they take the blood back to their father and say, oh, an animal killed him. And Jacob goes through the horror of that pain. What kind of son is that? He Goes through it, all these fires are burning. You don't even know what to do. You're like, God, why is this happening to me? He gets, he's in prison for a while. He, he actually, he goes and, and, and Potiphar's wife comes to him and, and she advances on him and he, he denies the advance. She has him arrested, says, she, says he tries to rape her. He ends up in prison. There's where he learns, the, there he learns the, this gift of interpreting dreams and he has this and he's able to, he's able to work his way into the Egyptian kingdom because the, the Pharaoh needs a, a dream interpreted. Folks, folks listen to me. You say, I don't know how this can ever work for good. God doesn't work in a straight line a lot of times. God works like this. And when you can look back, you can see the drawing he's drawn. When you look back, you can connect all the dots. And you say, This is why this happened to me, and this is why this happened to me. I can tell you why I went, uh, when I was a construction worker, I can tell you why I went through this. I can tell you why I went through this pain. I can tell you why, because see that I can look at somebody going through the same pain and feeling and have empathy for them and sympathy for them. And no, you say, I'm going through all this, and I don't understand why, why I'm having to go through this. You're overwhelmed by it all time and time again. You say to yourself, Why is it I'm having to go through this? Why is it I'm having to go through this? But let me tell you something. <laughs> Chicken manure can fool you. Let me tell you a little bit about it. It Has nitrogen in it. See that field they spread it out over and you can't stand the smell. It ain't going to smell for long. And it's going to turn the most beautiful green. Green. It's going to turn. You say, well, what in the world? You spread it out all over that field, and it stunk so bad. I, can't, I don't know if I can handle this. I don't know if I can get through this. Oh, if you just give it some time. If you just give it some time and let God do his work. I'm telling you, I've been through some of these things. You've been through them. You're going through them now. If you just give it time, I'm telling you, it'll fool you, folks. It'll fool you over and over again. I, look, look, look. You say, you say, well, Ryan, what do you mean? Let me, let me give you an example of a biblical story, okay? Let's talk about Moses. Moses as a baby is escaping murder. They're murdering these little kids. He's escaping it. His mother puts him in a basket, puts him into the river. He ends up being raised by Pharaoh. Now it's interesting, we kind of forget all of that when he becomes the shepherd and he's leading people out of of Egypt. But think about this He he was with Pharaoh for decades. He was raised knowing mathematics. He was raised knowing the, he was raised knowing agriculture. He was raised knowing all of these things. He, listen, listen, we're not talking about somebody, you wonder why, how he became a judge and how he became a leader of a nation and how God did this. Here he was, you he was stick him in there trying to get him to escape from death. And God says, I want him to go over here to Pharaoh because I got to teach him some stuff because it's only just a matter of time before I'm leading my people out of Egypt. And he's got to know how to, how to get this mathematically how to have enough food he's got to know how to how to plan for this event he's got to know how to judge and how to be over people and how better to learn how to be over people than to be underneath the pharaoh who is over the whole land oh why did moses have to be put in a basket well because of the evil of men but god said "Uh -uh uh-uh what you mean for evil i mean for good I'm going to pull him through this. I'm going to get him through. Here was Joseph in the same situation. He had to go through all of this because what was happening is there was a famine coming to the land. They were going to starve. And they put Joseph second in command. Joseph would be over the grains, he'd be over the grain. And here he was over this grain and they, they, he said, he told Pharaoh, hey, we got to start storing this grain. We got to have enough. We got to have enough for our people. The dream you had means famine's coming. And he said, well, if that's the dream you got, I want you to be over it, Joseph, and I want you to start storing enough grain. I want you to have enough grain and all this to make sure our people can eat and anybody out there who needs to eat. And guess who needed to eat? The brothers. You see, I want you to—he puts—I want you to understand something. God's taking you through something that sometimes you can't see what He's doing because it smells like manure. It smells like manure. Let me, let me tell you something. Jenny Hammond, uh, a couple of weeks ago, she came to me and uh, she showed me a picture of—she of, uh, was telling me about flowers and she said this. She said, "I've got three different kinds of flowers in my yard." <laughs> she said, "I went out into the yard the other day. We got this picture." We got, I went out to my yard the other day and, and I had a, there it is. She said, all three flowers were in a God's bouquet. You see, they're all in separate places in the yard, but somewhere along the way, God decided he wanted a bouquet. And in natural recourse, winds blowing, pollination, all these different things like that, she comes up there one day and she says, oh my goodness, listen, listen, they end up over here, all three flowers together. He said, you know, I kind of like this a little better. I kind of like this a little better. And Jenny gets to walk out and take a picture of it. Folks, you're missing a lot of stuff in life because you don't see what God's doing. You're missing a lot of stuff. You say, Oh, listen, I can't. I don't know how to get past the death of a loved one or something like that. Oh, listen, if we would use it, I'm telling you, if we would use it for God's good, He said, What will my people do? Will they do it? Will they find out? Will they do this for me? Will they do this for me? Suffering through the pain suffering through the pain folks that's what he's asking you to do I, I i asked the uh and i'm gonna tell you this but i hope you'll do this with us i hope you will i didn't mention it this morning service but i hope you will i asked the playcast. i said will you do me a favor and, and 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 really this is just as much me as it is you i said do me a favor i said come tuesday at five o'clock i want you to start fasting when you tell the baptist church to fast and boy they look at you crazy what you mean, fast my keys, fast my car? No, 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 I mean fast food, you know, not fast food, fast your food. How about that? But I said, here's what happens. The disciples come to Jesus and they say, I can't, we can't cast out this demon. And Jesus says, well, first of all, your faith ain't quite right. He said, but secondly, this ain't coming out without fasting and prayer. He expects you to fast. I said, if you'll start at 5 o'clock Tuesday, we can end 5 o'clock Wednesday. I said, what we'll do is we'll drink water. If you had to have sugars and things like that, you drink some juice. I mean, if, you, if health reasons you can't, don't do it. But I need you to do it. I said, God's about to do something big with this play. And God's about to do something big with his church. He already has for however many, 75 years it's been going on or whatever. He's already been doing big things. He's not going to stop now. But here, here's, here's what we got. Here's what we got. We got God working in the midst of it. He says, listen, he says, he says, if you will sacrifice. Last week, you know, I had a couple of people in here. They thought I was talking about last Tuesday and Wednesday. They went ahead and fasted. Praise God. They got through that. They were already praying. Maybe that's why things happened the way they did. Let me tell you something, you get a fasting church who will sacrifice themselves and not tell everybody, not put it on Facebook, not share recipes, not do any of that, just say, you know what, I'm going to fast. And what does Jesus say? Keep your smile on your face, comb your hair, look like you're having the best day in your world. Don't run around talking about, oh, I'm fasting. Don't do that. You got to look your best. Greg, you got to look your best. you got to smile when you're doing it. And I'm going to tell you something. You say, well, oh, I can't have a breakthrough in this. You say, I need an answer to prayer. Let me tell you how you an answer a prayer. You fast and you pray. You fast and you pray. And God will give you an answer. Maybe not the answer you want, but I promise you he'll answer. The moment you're ready to sacrifice, the moment you're ready to do that, God's ready to answer. And he was, listen, Joseph was in a position where he needed desperately for people to understand that he was okay with what was happening because he knew God was in control. Because he knew God was in control. And listen, when you put that manure on there and you're doing those things, let me tell you something. The grass gets greener. Last thing is this. It's a long point. so say, what's the last thing? Ryan got through early. Chicken manure is best when it's buried. Let me tell you something, folks. A lot of people keep fishing in the sea of forgetfulness. Their sin's been forgotten in the sea and they keep fishing. Let me tell you something, what God wants to do. God wants to, you to bury the manure. Yes, it happened. And yes, you'll always have a memory of it. But it's back here now. My papa used to take that stuff. Oh, listen, he'd take that stuff and he'd have it in his hand. And, and look here, look here. He'd have it in his hand. He'd say, Ryan, this is going to be some good stuff. I said, Papa, that's, that's, that's cow manure. He'd use the cow manure. I said, Papa, that's cow manure. He said, you know what, Ryan? And this was when I was in my early 20s and had lost my hair. He says, what you all do is make a paste out of this and stick it on your head. <laughs> that's the Pawpaw I had, praise God. But he'd take that manure and he'd put it in the ground at a certain depth and Then he'd plant a plant on top of it. He'd forget about it. How come we keep digging it up? How come we keep digging it up? How come we keep pulling the scab off? How come we keep doing that? Yes, we remember our loved ones. Yes, we remember it. But all these things all these things that are happening behind us, God says, I'm going to use it for good. Find a way to use what happened to you for good for God. He says, I'm going to do that. I'm right in control of that. But the whole thing is we're carrying around big loads of cow manure. It doesn't do any good in bags, folks. It doesn't do any good in, cow- in bags. The chicken manure you got to put on the field doesn't do any good in the truck. You've got to spread it out. And once it's out, you got to forget about it you got to bury it behind you. It's best when it's buried, folks. Oh, and listen, listen. And then Joseph comes in and he says this. These brothers, let me just tell you the story about his brothers and then we'll continue. His brothers come in. They're like, we are starving. They don't have any idea. He's second charge. He's got his his hair's made like the Pharaoh's. He's got on the outfit and everything. And they walk in. They haven't seen him for years. They haven't seen him for years. And they walk in. They don't recognize him. And they say, you know, "We're, we're at your service. We desperately need grain. He does a little maneuver where he says he wants to see the other brother and so he sends them back uh, he keeps one of the brothers. He sends them back to Jacob. Jacob's horrified that that, that that they left one of the brothers there. So they all go back, and they're all standing there. And look, when they're when it's finally revealed to Joseph, when they're finally when Joseph reveals himself to his brothers, his brothers are indeed frightened. But let me tell you something. He says, "Listen to me. Listen to me about these things that happen in your life." He says, "What the devil meant for bad, what you meant for bad, God is going to use to transform lives everywhere. You were trying to." kill me he was trying to save hundreds of thousands of people you were trying to do this. You were trying to break me. You were trying to do this. You were trying to do that. But I'm telling you in the midst of this, that I'm telling you, it gets better. I promise you. What's waiting on the other side of what you're going through, what you're going through in the midst of all this, you can't stop. you got to keep going. You're running scared. you got to bury the pain in your garden. you got to bury the tragedy in your garden. you got to see what God's going to do it. And you got to long for what God can do in the midst of everything. Folks, I'm going to end with this. He made you sick. The, minute, the enemy meant that for evil, but God said, no, I won't use that for evil. What your boss meant for evil, what your ex meant for evil, what the x-ray meant for evil, what the cancer meant for evil, what the, what the accident meant for evil, what the Parkinson's meant for evil, what the can- all these things meant for evil. God meant to work you, develop you, help you, build you, train you for good. Praise God. Hey, All y'all know this one, but I love this one. I love a fork anyway. I like to eat. This woman went to the pastor one time and she said this. She said, these are the songs I want at my funeral. (laughs) These are the songs I want for my funeral. And this this is who I want. I want you to preach it. And I want this other preacher to preach it. And she said, when I'm buried, I want to be buried with a fork in my right hand. I want to be buried with a fork in my right hand. He said, I understand all these songs, and I understand you. You're friends with that other preacher and all. He said, I don't understand that fork. She said, every time I go to eat at one of these church socials and we get done with the main course, somebody walks by and says, keep your fork, something better is on the way. Something better is on the way, praise God. Let me tell you something, folks. I know you've been through all kinds of Hades. I understand it. I understand you've been there through all kinds of things. I understand it's going to get hard at times. It's going to be fun at times. I understand you're going to be crying your eyeballs out. Hey, hey, look here. Look here. Uh, he, here's the thing. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at William and Wilma. You know what God did? When, when they lost their spouses, and it was a horrible time. Many of you have lost spouses. When they lost their spouses, you know what God did? God, <laughs> yeah, Y'all forgive me for a second. You know what God did? <laughs> God took a flower from one part of the yard. And a flower from another part of the yard. He said, I like this bouquet. Come over. He put them together. Oh, I know it hurt. I saw them both cry their eyeballs out. I know it hurt because they still cry about the loss of their loved ones. Oh, but God said, I got a bouquet. <laughs> I got to go bouquet. Hey, here, look here. When the bad times come and you've, you've gotten through that bad time, keep your fork. The good times are on the way. Something better is on the way. What the enemy meant for evil, God meant for good. What a wonderful and inspiring word we've just heard. It is our prayer that our Lord has richly blessed you through this message. Please join us next time for another message from our pastor. Until then, may you find hope and peace through Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior.